0: Hello, and welcome to the One Year Bible and the New King James Version. This is the reading of the word for July 21st. Today I'm in 2nd Chronicles chapter 4, 1 to six, eleven. Moreover, Solomon made a bronze altar. 20 cubits was its length, 20 cubits its width, and 10 cubits its height. Then he made the sea of cast bronze, 10 cubits from one brim to the other. It was completely round, its height was five cubits, and a line of thirty cubits measured its circumference, and under it was the likeness of oxen, encircling it all around, ten to a cubit, all the way around the sea. The oxen were cast in two rows when it was cast. It stood on twelve oxen, three looking toward the north, three looking toward the west, three looking toward the south, and three looking toward the east. The sea was set upon them, and all their back parts pointed inward. It was a hand-breadth thick, and its brim was shaped like the brim of a cup, like a lily blossom. It contained three thousand baths. He also made ten labors and put five on the right side and five on the left to wash in them. Such things as they offered for the burnt offering, they would wash in them. But the sea was for the priest to wash in, and he made ten lampstands of gold according to their design and set them in the temple, five on the right side and five on the left, He also made ten tables, and placed them in the temple, five on the right side and five on the left, and he made one hundred bowls of gold. Furthermore, he made the court of the priests, and the great court, and doors for the court, and he overlaid these doors with bronze. He set the sea on the right side, towards the south-east. Then Haram made the pots, and the shovels, and the bowls. So Haram finished doing the work that he was to do for King Solomon for the house of God, the two pillars and the bowl-shaped capitals that were on the top of the two pillars, the two networks covering the two bowl-shaped capitals which were on top of the pillars, four hundred pomegranates for the two networks, two rows of pomegranates for each network to cover the two bowl-shaped capitals that were on the pillars. He also made carts and the layers, labors on the carts one sea, and twelve oxen under it, also the pots, the shovels, the forks, and all their articles Hiram his master craftsmen made of burnished bronze of King Solomon for the house of the Lord. In the plain of Jordan the king had them cast in clay molds between Succoth and Zerida, and Solomon had all these articles made in such great abundance that the weight of the bronze was not determined." Thus Solomon had all the furnishings made for the house of God, the altar of gold and the tables on which it was to showbread, the lampstands with their lamps of pure gold to burn in the prescribed manners in front of the inner sanctuary, with the flowers and the lamps and the wick trimmers of gold of purest gold, the trimmers, the bowls, the ladles, and the censers of pure gold. As for the entry of the sanctuary, its inner doors to the most holy place, and the doors of the main hall of the temple were gold. So all the work that Solomon had done for the house of the Lord was finished, and Solomon brought in the things which his father David had dedicated, the silver and the gold and all the furnishings, and he put them in the treasuries of the house of God. Now Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the chief fathers of the children of Israel in Jerusalem, that they might bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord up from the city of David, which is Zion. Therefore all the men of Israel assembled with the king at the feast, which was in the seventh month. So all the elders of Israel came, and the Levites took up the ark. Then they brought up the ark, the tabernacle of meeting, and all the holy furnishings that were in the tabernacle. The priests and the Levites brought them up. Also King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel, who were assembled with him, before the ark, were sacrificing sheep and oxen that could not be counted or numbered for multitude. Then the priests brought in the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to its place, into the inner sanctuary of the temple, to the most holy place, under the wings of the cherubim. For the cherubim spread their wings over the place of the Ark, and the cherubim overshadowed the Ark and its poles. The poles extended so that the ends of the poles of the Ark could be seen from the holy place, in front of the inner sanctuary, but they could not be seen from outside. And they are there to this day. Nothing was in the ark except the two tablets which Moses put there at Horeb, when the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel when they had come out of Egypt. And it came to pass when the priests came out of the most holy place, for all the priests who were present had sanctified themselves without keeping to their division, and the Levites who were the singers, all those of Asaph and Heman and Jeduthun. And with their sons and their brethren stood at the east end of the altar, clothed in white linen, having cymbals, stringed instruments, and harps, and with them one hundred and twenty priests sounding with trumpets. Indeed, it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard, in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets, and cymbals, and instruments of music, and praised the Lord, saying, "For He is good; for His mercy endures for ever." That the house, the house of the Lord, was filled with the cloud, so that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. Then Solomon spoke, The Lord said he would dwell in the dark cloud. I have surely built you an exalted house and a place for you to dwell in forever. Then the king turned around and blessed the whole assembly of Israel, while all the assembly of Israel was standing, and he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel was fulfilled with his hands when he spoke with his mouth to my father David, saying, Since the day that I brought my people out of the land of Egypt, I have chosen no city from any tribe of Israel in which to build a house, that my name might be there. Nor did I choose any man to be a ruler over my people Israel. Yet I have chosen Jerusalem, that my name may be there, and I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of my father David to build a temple for the name of the lord god of israel for the lord said to my father david whereas it was in your heart to build a temple for my name and you did well in that it was your heart it was in your heart nevertheless you shall not build the temple but your son who will come from your body he shall build the temple for my name so the lord has fulfilled his word which he spoke and i have filled the position of my father david and sit on the throne of israel as the Lord promised, and I have built the temple for the name of the Lord God of Israel. And there I have put the ark in which is the covenant of the Lord which he made with the children of Israel. Romans chapter 7, 1 to 13. Or do you not know, brethren, for I speak to those who know the law, that the law has dominion over a man as long as he lives. For the woman who has a husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives. But if the husband dies, she is released from the law of her husband. So then if, while her husband lives, she marries another man, she will be called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she has married another man. Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. But now we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by, so that we should serve in the newness of the Spirit and not in the oldness of the letter." What shall we say then? Is the law, is the law sin? Certainly not. On the contrary, I would not have known sin except through the law, for I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, You shall not covet. But sin taking opportunity by the commandment produced in me all manner of evil desire. Far apart from the law, sin was dead. I was alive once without the law, but when the commandment came, Sin revived, and I died, and the commandment which was to bring life, I found to bring death. For sin, taking occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it killed me. Therefore, the law is holy, and the commandment, holy and just and good. Has then what is good become death to me? Certainly not, but sin that it might appear sin was producing death in me through what is good. So that sin through the commandment might become exceedingly sinful. Psalm chapter seventeen one to fifteen Hear a just cause, O Lord, attend to my cry, give ear to my prayer which is not from deceitful lips. Let my vindication come from your presence. Let your eyes look on the things that are upright. You have tested my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tried me and have found nothing. I have purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. Concerning the works of men, by the word of your lips, I have kept away from the paths of the destroyer. Uphold my step in your paths, that my footsteps may not slip. I have called upon you, for you will hear me, O God. Incline your ear to me and hear my speech. Show your marvelous loving kindness by your right hand. O you who save, those who trust in you, from those who rise up against them, keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me under the shadow of your wings, from the wicked who oppress me, from my deadly enemies who surround me, they have closed up their fat hearts, with their mouths they speak proudly, they have now surrounded us in our steps, they have set their eyes, crouching down to the earth, as a lion is eager to tear his prey, and like a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, O Lord, confront him, cast him down, deliver my life from the wicked with your sword. With your hand from men, O Lord, from men of the world, who have their portion in this life, and whose belly you will fill with your hidden treasure, they are satisfied with children, and leave the rest of their possession for their babes. As for me, I will see your face in righteousness, I shall be satisfied when I awake in your likeness. Proverbs chapter 19, 22-23 What is desired in a man is kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. The fear of the Lord leads to life, and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil.